Entrefeed, what's up? It's about to catch on fire. Let me let me just take this away from you, dog. What's up, Entrefeed? How you doing? This is Jermaine Frazier Fellow. Entrefeed, what's good? What's good? The process isn't straight up. Yo, Entrefeed, what's good? What's good? Yo, Entrefeed, what's good? Jermaine Frazier Phillips here. You know, I've been having conversations with myself about satisfaction, um, making it, right? Achieving your goals. Um, in this podcast session, I sit down with Kami Ford to speak about generational wealth, goals, respect. How do you know when you actually made it? Yeah, so like, um, I'm definitely like, I always advise like the people right now, especially with this pandemic, like besides the mass, like, you know, hysteria, the hoarding and the negative stuff that's going on. Now is the time to like, use your resources, like use and create a game plan. Because you got all this downtime. Like for me, for instance, with, with the situation that I'm dealing with, yeah, it sucks. But at the same time, I have nothing but time to be spend with my daughter. Also, I have time to work on projects and, you know, just things that I've never even thought about doing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. We, we were talking before. Um, and what's up, Entrefeed? Welcome to the show. Um, we have Kami. Um, he's a beast. I'm going to let him introduce himself in a second. <laughs> but we we met at a different Entrefeed feature. You know, we kicked it off, man. You know, oh, yeah. Got along pretty well. You know, great guy with a, a great head on his shoulder, crazy, determined to do everything. Um but anyways, we were speaking about like time and how COVID it has allotted more time for our interests and creating game plans, like you said, and business plans and stuff like that. So um before we proceed, Tommy, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man. Um, oh. No, you're cool, man. You're cool. I got you. Um, well, I'm, my name is Kami Ford. I'm a sneaker designer and artist from Chicago, Illinois. Um, I've worked with a lot of artists. I've also invest, I'm a brand ambassador for Sprite, too. Um, I've done a lot of projects. And honestly, I got a lot more coming. Yeah. So um, Kami's one of those those minds that can take things out of the box and know just create it and make it from a physical sense so you know i know that for me personally i mean i like music i like music quite a bit i make beats every once in a while just because it's fun and um i play guitar and stuff like that but there's definitely a beauty between um in terms of like physical creativity and and then taking it from your mental and putting it to that point so um tell me tell us about like you know what? What, what do you have? What, what have you been doing the last year? I know the last time that we were face to face was a year ago or so. Uh, you know, kind of reflect from last year to this year. What has changed? You know, how have you um, become accustomed um, to the changes? Like, yeah. You know, actually, like since the last time we met, because that's actually when um, I first started working with Sprite, a lot of stuff jumped off. Um, I just had my daughter. Um, also, she has Huggies looking into her every, just for every picture that she posts. Oh, no way, man. <laughs> crazy. I, social media is a crazy thing. Like, that's really how you can build your brand. Um, also, on the side of that, I've met with a couple celebrities. I recently just did the All-Star Game. Um, it was like a celebrity All-Star Game in Chicago, and it was Team G Herbo versus Team Chance the Rapper. Um, and I just actually designed the basketball for that. So, mm. you know, it was like it was my second time designing a basketball, dude. I That's was crazy. Nervous. Yeah, I was, dude, I was so nervous. It's so different than that, and, you know, shoes, but at the same time, it's it's art. Yeah. So um, I designed that. I got a chance to um, meet up with Chance. I know earlier that summer of last year, I did some stuff with Complex Con and Social Works. 
Yeah. And this was actually way before I even met with Chance. Um, I did some stuff for him. Well, his organization, it was a social works Air Force One. And it was pretty dope. But outside yeah. of that, bro, I've just been working. <laughs> he's he's saying all these these great things you know, beside of that, but listen, man, congratulations because that's huge. Thank you. Um, it's been my biggest thing is like whenever I see somebody succeeding, it's it's the best thing in the world. Not only just somebody, um, an African American cat um, from Chicago. Um, I definitely want to talk about that. But one thing that you said before even speaking about all that is you were nervous. Like I know for me. Like, when I played football, and I've been playing football since, like, third grade. Of course, like, I'm washed up now, but, like, before every game, I was nervous. Before even every cold call at work, I get nervous. Before even every podcast. Yeah, even though I'm I'm comfortable with you, man, and be honest, before every single podcast, you get you get some butterflies here and there. So, um, why do you think people get why – why do you get nervous? I mean, why do you think people get nervous before all these things, even though they could be low-key comfortable with doing it? And how do you kind of overcome that nervousness? Honestly, I, I can relate to exactly what you what you said about the football uh, situation because I actually played football ever since I was, like, 12. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Yeah, but I, I'm trash, too, now. Like, I can't even yeah. run down 40 you, you yards. Were, were you a corner or you were a receiver? I played corner. Okay, there it is. Yeah, so I'm, I'm all the way trash. But, okay. you know, um, it, I kind of take that same philosophy, too, as, like, you know, when it's Friday night lights, you got the lights on and, um, you know, you got a crowd watching you, um, you know, you get those butterflies. But when it's time for the, you know, time for the game, when it's time to work, you know, those butterflies go away. But I think that the one thing that kind of creates those butterflies is because being in that type of environment, you can sometimes overthink yourself and just think, like, what could go wrong. Yeah. I agree. But, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree, man. And, um, it's always those things that kind of limit a lot of people towards doing what they want to do. Um, because I know when I get nervous, um, it kind of entices me to go into either fight or flight mode. I'm more so of a fighter. Like I'll be honest, mm-hmm. with you. like when it, when it comes to fight or flight, it's, it's time for me to fight. So whenever yeah. I'm nervous about something, you know, it's, I'm ready to rock and roll. It's just how it goes. But there's a lot of people that I, that I speak to that also has that, that flight complex. Sorry about that. My phone's ringing. No, no, you're good. Yeah that has a flight complex um, and instead of wanting to fight, they flight and they struggle with that. So whoever's listening that instead of, you know, feels as if they're a, a fighter and more so of a flighter, I mean, yeah. it's all right, man. I mean, I think everyone has a fighter in them, but um, no, I'm I, gonna... I agree. Exactly. Exactly. But um, I want to circle back. So African-American cat, I think you were from the out, little outside of Chicago, right? Tommy? Yeah, I, I was. Um, I, I grew up on the south side, but then I moved to the suburbs in Lansing, Illinois. Okay, cool, man. Well, um, tell us about that. What has Chicago done for you? How has it contributed to your success? What it like? Give me your whole entire thought about that. How like your actual surroundings shaped you as an individual? Um, as an individual, it definitely taught me the business sense of just understanding the markets and like just how knowing your customer and knowing your brand, knowing how um, your customer actually moves as well. Um, but it's kind of different from moving from the big city to a suburb because the suburb is kind of like it's slower, but it's not the same as the city. Also, you know, Chicago's known for the violence. Like I won't like discredit that or anything, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's a part. Like it happens. I mean, you'll find violence no matter where you go, but. Chicago is a what third metropolitan city in the United States, so you know it's definitely going to be hyped. Mm-hmm. But 
but you know like um as far as like me learning you know you kind of learn like you adapt to your environment but at the same time like you learn certain things and really don't kind of like get lost in your environment yeah. and i think that's the best thing to help me out too um with um with being in those situations from going to the city a rough environment to the suburbs where it's quieter you can actually learn the business since you go to a better schooling you know and i don't know like but i will not discredit like being in the in the city because it also opened up a lot of opportunities for me meeting people from me um going to high school with certain people that eventually became famous and worked in the same struggle and actually just you know learning the city yeah yeah i hear you man and that's interesting that you say all of that because i was in a very like similar mode so mm-hmm. i grew up next to the city you know i grew up next to new york um not not in new york in, in connecticut on the cusp of everything right. so i like peace and quiet but i could never not be be next to a hectic area i can never not be next to a city i can never not be next to hustle and bustle yeah um, I, I agree it's crazy man like but i have an appreciation for both now so Chicago, in comparison to New York, I'm going to have to give it to New York. New York is an animal house. It's crazy. Um, I'll be honest. New York is New York is insane. So, I mean, I, I moved over to New York because I wanted the hustle and bustle, and I wanted to be to consume like, high energy and masses of people and the New York state of mind, per se, um, which is something, you know, I captured. And if you don't capture it quick, you're done. I captured yeah. But at the same time, as, you know, I get older, progressively, I also love the sense of peace. While, you know, I think there's two senses associated with being in the city in comparison to peace. When I'm in peace, I listen much more. Uh When I'm in the city, I see so much more. Uh So being in two different atmospheres have definitely helped me out as an individual to both see and hear from different perspectives. But quite honestly, I couldn't be with one without one and the other and vice versa. So yeah. like, I know there's a lot of people and this podcast is predicated on perspective. That's why we have individuals like Kami on the, on the line and people within different industry groups. It's like, you don't have to go to the city. Like if you're, if you're a country cat and you're listening, you got to go to the city, stay where you're at, chill, chill. Um, but I think that relocation, whether it be a geographically or your specific mindset, so you can both see, um, and hear and feel and connect with things in a different perspective, it's so important because quite honestly, I'm the different Jermaine Fraser Phillips I was um, a year back when when we met Kami. Um, I I agree. Better, man. I I definitely agree. Like, I've been checking out your page, and, like, even when you were doing your your thing in Chicago, you met so many entrepreneurs and so many different people from different perspectives. And, you know, that's all a part of the, the journey of just, like, creating your brand you know exactly. that's one thing that i will say too is like when you have a little bit of both like say for instance like with the connecticut and the new york it's kind of the it's a yin and yang like you got the good part you got the bad but you have to balance between both exactly exactly so um yeah i agree man so you know really really excited to chat with you um about this next point everyone wants to make it at the end of the day, um, everyone has a different definition of making it. Some people's make it is, um, you know, get a job at this favorite restaurant you've had since your childhood, which is a great accomplishment. That could be making it for somebody. Somebody can be famous and you win a win an Oscar. 
that that's a definition of making it. Um, you know, so you've had these, you know, these opportunities with Air Force, um, Complex Con, Social Works, um, Sprite. Yeah. Have you have you made it? Um, honestly, I will say no, I haven't. Like, I'm literally probably like two percent on the scale of a hundred to at least making it. Okay, why? Well, just because of the fact that um, my definition of making it, and it's, it's crazy because I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine the other day about this and what the word making it and success means. You know, it's all about a perception of the person's perspective because the way we all view success and even making it is different. Um, like, for instance, with me, like, I feel like making it is generational wealth. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. cool, like, the things that I've had already, but with me having a daughter now, you know, for me to make it is to know that she's okay financially, she's been brought up mentally, you know, that, and that's why I'm saying, too, like, I'm part of 2% because I haven't even, like, really established that ground yet, mm. you know, and that that's the thing, too, like, with success is, like, everyone has a different perspective. Like, some people might say that getting a million dollars is okay. Some people might think, like, making, what, 35 grand a year is okay because they can spend time with their kids, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it, it really, like, success is literally, like, in my opinion, it's just about your perspective and what makes you happy as a person. Yeah, and just to go off of that point, I mean, a lot of people will define making it as being a millionaire and driving, et cetera, a car, having these materialistic items when that indeed is not it. Um, making it is truly what you believe is making it. So that's right. something that you and I, um, Kami, we share. Generational wealth is, is big for me. Yeah. It's huge for me. Whether that be wealth in terms of, you know, real estate properties that my children and their children can do whatever they want with, whether they want to have it as an, as an asset to sell off or mm-hmm. keep themselves within their family, our family, excuse me, that's generational wealth with me. Um, generation wealth is knowledge as well. Um, yeah. knowledge of different perspectives, knowledge of different, you know, cultures, knowledge of different geographics. You know, that's, that's generational wealth with me. So if, if I were to answer my question, um, mm-hmm. my gosh, I think I am point point five percent at times. And <laughs> yeah. And the reason why I think I'm at point five percent is because like I'm I'm just like, and this this is probably bad, guys. And I I don't I don't know if I advise whether or not you should do this, but I'm not like it takes so much to satisfy me, man. It it I, takes it, it takes happens. so much to satisfy me, and it's and you know I think it's 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 almost a bad thing sometimes. I'll be honest, like. I, like, I got a job in Chicago years ago, right? <clears throat> and you there. It was exactly what I was looking for. Got it pretty early before graduating college. Um, bro, I didn't I, – I, I smiled, but I didn't feel real joy. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. I didn't feel real joy. So, for me, the the concept of making it is something that when I accomplish it, it brings me real joy. Do you guys want to know what brought me real joy? Entropy brought me real joy. It was one of those. It was one of those things, you know, that I created. Motivational, you know, good words, something that's giving back to the people that I've created, and it's made me happy. So, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Tommy. But you know that that's a really great point, and that's the thing too, and that's one reason why, like, I'm not gonna lie, we share a lot in common, and I kind of noticed that too, like, from the first day we met, is mm. that you know, like, it's it's really that not only do you do something that you love, you it's your passion, you're passionate about it, and it doesn't matter how much money you make off of it, like, 
you enjoy in doing it. And you got to realize the ripple effect of what you're creating. You're giving people hope. Like, you know, you're giving people a spotlight. People enjoy that, you know, and it's like you never know. Like, you could give someone an interview before they get famous, and five years later, they'll pop off with their success, and they'll re- always remember you because you gave the shot and the opportunity mm-hmm. to help that person get to the next level. Exactly. You know? And that and that's fun. That feeling, honestly, is something that working a nine to five or working something that you don't like, it, it's not. It, it's not going to compare. It's not. Yeah, and, and that's that's another point. Just based off of <clears throat> based off of that, it's like <clears throat> everyone is everyone's a human, and you should treat everybody with the same amount of respect, regardless mm-hmm. of who they are, regardless of walks in their life. So, you know, I work as in sales right now and it is so much better than the gig in Chicago dude. I mean <laughs> really? It was super like Chicago was super 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 corporate. I'm working at a tech startup right now doing sales, you know, only my own book, you know, hustle hustling the way that I want to hustle and it's right. it's great man. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's awesome. So but you see the the difference between my happiness and my location to the other is the way people treated others based off of quote unquote title. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like um, one thing, yeah. Oh my gosh, bro. Oh my but, gosh. You know, and and that's the that's the thing about. Well, I will say as far as Chicago goes, um, like, and I, I've had a couple conversations with a couple people about this before. Is that your title means a lot, and just because of the fact that who you are and the rank that you have, people will look at you more differently. And and it plays a lot, like. It, it, it's just it's that social gratification and just who you are, not really what you have to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Go ahead. No, um, yeah, I was just thinking. I think I think there's there's different modes of success. I think, mm-hmm. or even not even success, respect. Okay, so I think there's different modes of respect from two perspectives. I think that regardless that you should treat somebody with respect always. Period. Right. Yeah. Um, whether they are the entry-level junior cat at your company or the CEO of the company, you should treat them with respect. Okay? So um, being kind to them, having cordial conversation, not dismissing them, stuff like that. So that's one form of respect. The other form of respect that I think is earned is respect based off of things that you've tried or things that you've achieved. So, okay. like, I have a different sense of respect for um, LeBron James than I do of a rookie going into the league. Yeah. Not in a sense of disrespect or not treating them similarly, but okay. It's like, it's like an, it's like almost like an elder thing. I, I treat, I treat like older cats differently. Yeah. How it goes in a, in a respect. What is your thought on that? Like I'm finding it a little hard to explain that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Respect based off of, know things that they may have done or achieved or well it it just comes down to the it comes down to the resume of what the person has done and the entitlement because it's really like like you said um it can be guys that i like to use basketball as a huge reference 
It could be your LeBrons, like you said, who's been in the league, who's put in those countless hours and that's won the, you know, the championships versus the rookies who just came into the league that just thinks that, you know, they're, they're worth $100 million. Like, they're the stuff when they haven't really proved anything. Thanks. It really comes down to entitlement. Mm. But, you know, it comes down to entitlement. It also comes down to how the person is and really what they take for granted. Like, it's 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 uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Exactly, man. And I know for me, anybody, anybody can have my respect from the jump. Um, and I'll be honest with you, man, a couple of times that's, that's bit me in the butt, whether it be respect for the jump, trust for the jump, stuff like that. But kind of honestly, for, for the people that may have gotten, you know, you know, bit before when they've trusted, respected, you know, love somebody, you know, don't stop doing that. I mean, yeah. I highly recommend Never stop doing that, regardless of what happened in your life, um, how those people probably treated you on the back end of things. Um, I think that respect is the very foundation towards humanity. I think it's one of the most important attributes out there. So, yeah, um, I, I agree 100%. Cool, man. So, um, Tommy, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this one wrapped up here today, man. I mean, it's been a pleasure. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Great insight. I feel like I'm speaking to myself right now. <laughs> which is which is um the weird thing, but it's it's really good and refreshing. So um any specific things that you want to tell the people, anything that's on your mind, you know, any room for recommendations, um anything um, like that. Honestly, yeah. I I would like to speak on the, the situation that's going on right now with the COVID nineteen. Um, just use this time to create an effective game plan. Use it as downtime. Like if you always want to learn a language use it try it i mean honestly that and just don't really pay attention to the fake news and the hysteria that's going on like you know and use this time like wise like create do something you've never done before even if you're locked in a house like catch up on tv catch up on sleep like get a chance to spend time with your family because a lot of people even the, the ones who spend like so many hours going out and working nine to five like they really don't get a chance to at least be to themselves even understand themselves honestly Mm. You know, now is the time for self reflection and just being safe. Like that's that's really it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and for those who have a crazy schedule that very similar to me spend a lot of the day in super hard drive mode observing, mm-hmm. we got some peace and quiet now. Um that's interesting. Let's listen. Let's let's listen to you know what, you know, our purpose is, what we want to do very Similar to what Connie's saying, just just go after it. What do we have to lose? Yeah. Oh, and I, you know, what? actually, I do have one more thing. Yeah, man. Like, it's it's crazy, like, um, because like we do live in such a social media generation where we see people who have like are in places, and we want to emulate that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's nothing wrong with working a nine to five and getting to like where you want to go on your personal brand, personal yeah, business. Right. Because I will say, like, the way that this situation is going down economically, now is the best time to work on your own dreams and become an entrepreneur. Like, that's now is the best time to do it. Exactly. I mean, you know, like, that's it. I mean, that's yeah. it. I mean, if if it's not now, then, then when? Exactly. No excuses. Like, now is the perfect time because the, the economy is going to boom back. Like, when it bounces back, cool. But right now, game plan, work on becoming your own boss. Like, just just work. That's the best thing you can do. Yeah. 
And, you know, I hope, hope this next comment doesn't stir away. And the viewers, um, we are just about 20 minutes into the podcast at the moment. Um, like, for some of you, you're listening to this podcast for too long. Like, there's, there's too many minutes that you guys are listening to this podcast and trying to get motivation and get stirred up to go do what you're doing based off of communized words, which is great, which is the motive. Um, but listen, get off the podcast <laughs> and go do <laughs> yeah, it. Gotta work. You gotta work. All right. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, same. Um, I can be reached at Instagram, Kami Ford. Um, I'm a dope sneaker designer. I do paintings as well, like as far as airbrush. And honestly, just motivate. Like, be the light. You got to be the light. And someone's always watching, whether it's your dad, your mom, your sister, your cousin. Do it for yourself. Amen. Entrepreneur. Route.